The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. Look here, I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? It's Tuesday. Um, we got a lot. So, buckle up, fans. That's right. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. That means Samuel Kalunga is here as our Rawcast correspondent. He's going to tell us all about Monday Night Raw because he was live in the building this past week. But first, I'm going to tell you how you can listen to all our programming here on the CSPN by going to CSPN.us. You can find us on the web there. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is go to the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and you'll get all of our programming in your podcast queues each and every week. Some more housekeeping. Use the hashtag BacklashCast this Saturday night as we will have our live commentary with color on Backlash to PLE coming to you live from San Juan, Puerto Rico this Saturday night. So we'll look forward to seeing everybody on Twitter and uh, in the spaces sharing their commentary with color with us. So we did have the draft, the two night draft, the NFL draft and the WWE draft. (laughs) So with more, on what took place in the WWE draft. I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Mo to the underscores. Yeah, so... Are you more like Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um, over the two nights, Friday, first started on Friday and then ended on Monday. And all points in between, there were... It was a draft. So I'm just going by who's on both brands. And we can go from there. So starting with Monday Night Raw, um, they have Cody Rhodes, the man Becky Lynch, Imperium as one group. You gotta say it like. Well, okay, guess I can't do it like Samantha. I can't do it like Samantha. I can't do it like her. I, I apologize. Um, Matt Riddle, um, Drew McIntyre, The Miz, Shinsei Nakamura, Indy Hartwell. The Viking Raiders, Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, the Maximum Male Models, um, Natalia, Apollo Cruz, Chelsea Green, and Sonya Deville, Zoe Stark, JD McDonough, Rhea Ripley, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, The Judgment Day, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, The New Day, Trish Stratus, Ronda Rousey, and Shayna Baszler, Braun and Ricochet. 
Bronson Reed, Alpha Academy, Katana Chance, and Kaden Carter, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Johnny Gargano, Akira Tozawa, Angel Garza, and Huberto Carrillo, Emma Piper. Yeah. That's good for them. Glad they didn't get released yet. Right. Um, Emma Piper Nevin, Riddick Moss, Tegan Knox, Zia Lee, and the Share. So we're hoping that Van Mahan doesn't use um, that quest to get to Monday Night Raw. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Last but not least, Odyssey Jones. Big Odyssey Jones. What do you think about the Raw the raw roster. They they got a winner when they got Gunther. Traded Gunther for um theory. Awesome theory, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking upgrade like a mug. Oh, um and Samantha's Urban coming Monday Night Raw too. Forgot about her. No, oh, yeah, see? It's Ricochet, so that mean Ricochet coming went to Game of Raw too, damn, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say him. And it's just it was it's funny. <laughs> He's on the show with his his fiance and his ex. Oh snap! I just realized. Well, I mean, Ricochet, and you know, to use a Cammy D term, rest in peace. He is quite the hoe in these wrestling streets. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever someone, whenever no, whenever you mention like oh, whenever you mention oh, Ricochet's ex, you're like, okay, who are we talking about now? Yeah, which one? <clears throat> All right. SmackDown side, you have the Bloodline: Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman, uh, Bianca Belair, the Street Profits, Edge, Bobby Lashley, the OC, um, AJ Styles, Lou Gallows, Carl Anderson, and Mitch and Mia. Yeah, man, Mama called her Mia. I'ma call her Mia. <laughs> Damage Control: Bailey, Dakota Kai, and El Sky. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Um, Hit Roll. Jeez. <laughs> um, Lacey Evans. I'm like, we'll keep on Fridays. Um, Austin Derry, Charlotte Flair, The Usos, The LWO, Ray Santos, Cruz, Joe Kwan, and Zelina Vega. Asuka, The Brawling Brutes. Um, Seamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. Carrying Cross, LA Knight. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you. Shotzi. And uh, I know the tag team that um, Dawn popped for pretty deadly. Yes, boy. <laughs> um, Rick Boogs. And another one he popped for, Cameron Grimes. Oh, that's the one that I popped for him, too. Moon. To the moon. So he to wasn't Gina. he wasn't Uncle Howdy or whoever the hell then. Nah. So that was both. Tamina. Yeah, it was both. Um Tamina and last but not least, Grayson Waller. Man, people are gonna be mad if Tamina get in the bloodline and Trinity couldn't. Right. Um, I mean um, they love Tamina and they're gonna be happy for her, but they all gonna be like, You should have been Trinity. She's yeah. not she's not even related to them at all. Who? Tamina? To me, I don't think she's related to them. She's no, that was, different... that was that was I think not, that was Naya who said she wasn't. She was removed, but no, she is. Well, is she? 
Okay, she's Jimmy Snooker's daughter. Jim- but he's not related to them. Well, okay. I mean, they they all related. I mean, yeah, they're all the same. Well, yeah, she, all, well, yeah. she came up. She came up with um, the Usos. When the Usos came up on Monday Night Raw, talk about they going to dance, going to um, y'all schools and um and earning y'all money and stuff like that. She was with them when it was um going um going against um TJ and um shit um Cesaro. In, um, that's when I first started watching um, wrestling again. That's when they first won the tag team titles. They were my favorite. That, that was who I was actually tuning in to see was uh, Cesaro and freaking Tyson Kidd, you know. Alright, so here are your free agents who will be able to appear on whatever brand they want. Almost with MVP, Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, Vaughn Wagner, Brock Lesnar, Baron Corbin, Zion Quinn, Elias, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander. Um, I don't know how Zion Quinn, what they see in him to move him up, but okay. right. I mean, he's impressive, but I guess they need people to get beat. Oh, and Cedric Alexander already, he already said he wants to go for the, um, the North American title. <laughs> Oh, so they, when they say free agents, they mean anything. They go any, anywhere. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Not just main roster. That's cool. Yeah. So names that they didn't list, they didn't list. Um, Roxanne Perez. No. Oh, she's in NXT still. Yeah, it's a lot of, anybody who didn't call probably going to like NXT, they're going to say NXT, but they didn't call like Logan Paul. Um, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Um, Big E. Alexa Bliss, Carmella, um, because we, yeah, Carmella, congratulations to her. She's with Child, her and Corey. Um, the poor kid. All truth. Well, he's rehabbing because he blew his knee out or his quad or something when he tried to do that dive on NXT against Grayson Waller. Right. John Cena. It's like he likes super part time. It's like no truth, no, and then bad things happen. <laughs> Um, and that's about it. And and the the, the announcer's Mike Roman. He's gonna be on SmackDown there. You know what I equate that to? What happened to r Truth? You know how like when you play with your friends or whatever, y'all all the same age. Everybody plays the same tempo, right? Because y'all all the same age, and everybody you know wants to try to make it to next weekend so we can try to do this again together, right? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you might get out there and play with like your nephews and they out there a little bit younger and they not playing at that same pace and so you feel like oh man I gotta keep up with these young boys and then that's when bad shit happened that's what happened to R-Truth and NXT he came down there it's like okay I gotta come out here and keep up with these young boys you know R-Truth don't be doing no dives on no right. roster shit but he like <laughs> you know what I'm down here in NXT with these young boys I <laughs> keep up with it, and then the next thing you know, on this show, nine months. Yeah, it's kind of like Quan when when Quan uh, hurt himself out there playing in the gym. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta you know can't be out here trying to play at the same speed. That's why you know it's amazing that LeBron out here still doing it. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, at one point I used to be like, 
Oh, they make a big deal about LeBron being in the lead for 20 years. I mean, God dang, he started when he was 18, so he already had like a seven-year advantage on everybody else who's ever played the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Talking about wearing tears. Like, he didn't even play college. Like, he fresh. But now when you see him and he's 38 and his hair is balding and, you know what I'm saying, it's like, well, got to respect LeBron. He's still out there doing it. <laughs> and Don's over here like, oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, my back hurts. <laughs> right. What's the thing about the SmackDown roster? Stack still going to be good. It's not really the roster. It's the booking. It's that, and SmackDown seems to have less Vince influence on it, so it's just naturally better. The less Vince on the product, the better. We all found that out, but unfortunately, the people who matter and control the money don't want to realize that. Right. All right, before we go on to the... Um, Broadcast. Nope, nope, nope. We got, we got, we get too early. Uh, get too early. Um, call ups for next next year. Oh shit. No, oh, well, I mean, the way too early rankings for um, <laughs> yeah, the draft. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, of course, number one should be Brian Breaker. Oh, definitely. You know that's gonna be the number one like. You know, NXT person. Uh, by that time, Carmelo Hayes should be ready, so he should probably be number two. Roxanne Perez would be about three. Um, let's see who else could probably be ready, ready to go by then next year's time. This time next year, because um, they just took up so many people. It's like, damn, they just took up like probably the people that I was thinking would probably be ready. I'd like to see Tyler Bate get a chance, but. I think his size is going to hurt him unless he can get on SmackDown. Right. And then Paul Heyman can do some things with him. Yeah, but that's that's those are the immediate people that come to mind without me just kind of sitting down and really looking at the roster and going, you know, okay, this person, that person too. Yeah, I definitely agree with Braun Breaker and um, Carmelo Hayes. They're definitely going to be that. Um, Corey J, she's going to be that one. So we probably yeah, call her. Yeah, Corey J. Um, if she gets and if this one gets her um her, her psychology down that she wants to get down, Tiffany Stratton could get called up too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanna see that I was gonna, I'm gonna go with Ivy now and um the Creed Brothers too. Oh yeah, Creed Brothers for sure. Yeah, Creed like Julius Creed actually might like we might think it's like as we look at it now NXT like Braun Breaker is the sure can't miss champion guy but when they get to the main roster it fucking might be Julius Creed on the real dog he is fucking good like in ring good he's kind of you know he reminds me of he reminds me of what Jason Jordan was about to be before he got hurt right like his in ring is so strong and now he's really letting him get on the mic and he's starting to kind of come around on the mic too. Yeah, Julius Creed, man, he 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 got a chance to really be special. Right. But you know what they gotta do though? For real, if they're gonna do it, because it ain't like he he has got a lot more time. They gotta get this Montez Ford single thing kicked in the gear somehow. Cause I mean, he's like thirty three. 34 almost, you know? 
if he gonna get a run in. Is he really? I didn't know he was that old. Yeah, if he gonna get a run in, they gotta start cranking that thing up soon. <laughs> they cranking that thing up soon. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. All right. Before we talk about Monday Night Raw, we got a preview what's gonna happen this Saturday night. Uh, in Puerto Rico. So, of course, that means we play our favorite game here on the WrestleCast, and that is who you got. So, again, use the hashtag BacklashCast to share your commentary with color. Also, on Twitter, look out for the polls this weekend, and you can tell us who you got in these matchups coming out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. So, Mo, for our first matchup, tell me who you got between Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes. Cody. All right. Mr. Samuel Kalunga, who you got? Uh, Mr. Mr. Cody Rhodes. Mr. Cody Rhodes. I'm going to take uh, Brock Lesnar because I'm contrarian and I like to win. Um, y'all know how I play this game by now. Next up, the bloodline. Versus Kevin, uh, that would be uh, the Usos and Solo Sequoia taking on Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle. Sam, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go Bloodline on this one. All right, Mo, who you got? I guess my better judgment, I'm going with KO, Sami, and the other guy, Riddle. Yeah, the other guy, KO and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we'll get to see what kind of animal shoots out of his behind this time. Right. It was camels on Monday, just for those who were. It was kangaroos, I think. Kangaroos. Kangaroos? I thought it was camels. Okay. Kangaroos. All right. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. Um, it's Puerto Rico. They haven't been there in a long time. I see a lot of baby faces winning, so I'm going to go with KO and company all right and then uh at what point in the show are they going to do the cologne tribute yeah because you know about middle about middle because you know vince mcmahon vince mcmahon loves the cologne family oh yeah of course of course even though they cut their time at the the, um, the hall of fame some years ago and carlito was like yeah (laughs) cologne yeah (laughs) <laughs> he um he had he had made a mention about it at the on the um at the um the speech. I'm pretty sure Carlos held a lot of money for Vince. Oh, I mean, like when 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 um, he who showed up, he then came back from his world tour, um, and he had to drop the Triple A title. Um, like that's Vince is only only allowed him to drop it in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next matchup, we got for the SmackDown Women's title, we got Rhea Ripley defending against Zelina Vega. Mo, who you got? Champ retains. Yep. Sam, who you got? You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb just because she's moving. I'm going to say Zelina. All right. Although, like, in, in, in my heart, I know it's not going to happen, but. It's going to be one of those uh, old NWA Ric Flair, like, Two week title runs, win it in your hometown, and then I'll win it. Right, and then and then she just drop it to like Oscar or somebody. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm going with Rhea Ripley as well. Damn, where did Steph just shoot that thing from? 
I, I didn't think he'd have any legs after scoring 50, but he's on it again tonight. Raw Women's Championship matchup. We got our fave, Bianca Belair, taking on our other fave, EO Sky, a.k.a. EO Shirai. Mo, I need to ask you this after you tell me who you got. Who you got? Oh, thank you, of course. All right. Uh, I know for most of before she got called up to the main roster, you had this um, you had this declaration that you just didn't see it for EO like oh, rest EO, yeah. You were more of a Kari Sane. You were more of a Kari Sane uh, fan. So since the since that point and now on the main roster. Has that sentiment changed, or have you been more emboldened by what you've seen? No, I've been, I've been giving, I've been watching EO and um, giving her props and everything, you know. Um, yeah, so I mean, I was, it was just the fact that you know, y'all was like her, and I was just like, well, we got Oscar and Kyrie, you know, and then I mean, I would never take anything, take anything away from her abilities or anything like that, but. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely by paying attention to EO now, especially um this past Monday when it was on TV. <laughs> All right, Sam, who you got, Bianca Belair or EO? I, I was gonna say Mo missed out on like the the good the good time the good old times when like she was tag teaming with her sister. When it was EO and Mio, y'all don't know about that. No, don't know anything about that. Like she's like EO is really really good. Um, I'm gonna go Pinky. Just because, I mean, and, and I also think that uh, um, <laughs> I think Eo's gonna be gone from Damage Control after this match. That's what it looks like. Now I don't know if she's gonna get jumped out or if she's gonna just leave on her own. But yeah, it definitely looks like uh, they're setting up a separation. Of a, of yeah, I, I, think, I think she's just gonna. I think she's gonna chunk on the juice because they already did the whole breakup thing with uh, on NXT. You know, but then again, like some people, most people didn't watch that. So, for the United States Championship, we got a three-way: Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley versus Miss Simi's fave Bronson Reed. Sam, who you got? Wait, who? Who's who? What? Oh, the the triple threat match. Yeah, Miss Simi's fave Bronson Reed. Nah, I gotta go. With Champ retains. All right. A town down. Mo, who you got? Oh, Chant Retains. All right. Um, yeah, I'll do Chant Retains too because we still have to have the blow-off match between Bobby and Bronson and so they can, one of them can pin each other and, or, you know, do a big move and let Austin Theory steal the pin and then they still have to fight, so. In the future attraction... This might be the main event since we don't have a world title match. I but it's not in the order of the way that I got this offline. The street fight between Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. <laughs> Sam. But, but, but I told you I, I told you to quit going to Lords of Pain dot net. <laughs> um I thought it was interesting that that uh that uh Damian Strito called him by his government name on Raw. <laughs> right. He's like, yo, Benny. I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, I got to go Bad Bunny on this one. All right. Sam's going with Bad Bunny. Mo, who you got? Bad Bunny. 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 Bad
everybody. Right. Yeah. It is WWE. Vince is back. Give me Damian Priest as Bad Bunny gets. I mean, if Damian Priest was going up against Drew Carey or something, yeah, okay, but <laughs> Bad Bunny is a, is a megastar. He's a megastar that's Bad, Bad Bunny. Okay. And when Bad Bunny take that pin in his hometown because he knows what's best for business and I win who you got, <laughs> I'll take and then that's the last. And then that's the last time you'll see Bad Bunny in WWE. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, Seth Rollins versus Amos. Uh, for why? For what? Mo, who you got? Seth. All right. Sam. Uh, this is gonna be my cereal break, but I'm gonna go ahead and say Seth. <laughs> what cereal are you gonna eat? I, I I got some golden grams, but I'm not sure. I, I might get okay. some. Or I might get something else by then. I don't know. All right, Sam. I, I like that choice. I'm gonna go with uh, golden golden grams and apple jacks. Those are my two favorites. You can't go wrong with the golden grams and apple jacks. Hey, do you remember the cinnamon apple Cheerios? Oh hell yeah! Yes. They changed them. They don't taste. They, they're not. A, they don't. They don't have that oomph like they used to. No, you well, know that, or I just got old. No, nah, you probably got old. And lost that sugar <laughs> taste, but. Real. Yeah, I love me some um those apple cinnamon Cheerios. So I like to eat them shits. Just oh, I used to eat those straight. Like yeah, yeah. I used to sit in front of the TV watching Unsolved Mysteries and just eating them. <laughs> now that makes you sound old. <laughs> in the dark, and I was man, I was scared. <laughs> now cinnamon toast crunch used to be my joint to just like just pour up and pour out and just eat and as a snack. Oh hell yeah. I don't think I could. I don't. I don't sugar wise, I don't think I can do that anymore. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. What's your go-to cereal now, Mo? Fiber One. Shut up. <laughs> Mine is Raisin Bran Crunch. I ain't gonna lie. That's my shit. Corn pops, Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops. Okay. Getting the listeners to tell us what's, what's their go-to there cereal go. as an adult. Well, tell us your favorite cereal. It's the same as it was which, as a kid. Probably not. I don't think anybody does unless they're they're just living that I, life. I don't believe it. I, don't, I, I, I walk past Captain Crunch every time I see it. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be a joint. That's what mom used to get. It wasn't no <laughs> options. How was that? Wasn't how, no, how, no options. How's the roof of your mouth now? <laughs> it's, it's healed. It's healed. Okay. Man, Fruity Pebbles used to be my joint. Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles, Apple Jacks. Um, I was really it. Those are my two joints. And, and, and Crackling Oat Bread. That shit is the amazing. Ew. Really? Oh, it sounds nasty. That shit is good as Oh, dude. <laughs> the it comes in like this little square. Like I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you. I'll let you know how good it is. Even back in the day, the small box was almost like four dollars. Dang. Yeah, that that joint is good. Those were my like three joints back in the day. But all right, though, that's our preview. Also, who do you got? Oh, yeah, you said you got Damien Priest. Yeah, yeah, I got Damien Priest. I got Silver Rollins. Silver Rollins. To round it out. So, 
we'll get Jade to the max to uh, give her, her uh, give us her injuries, and uh, we'll see who comes out on top. Who knows the most about WWE booking? Uh, every time we do a recap show on the WrestleCast, it's very clear. I don't know anything about who does the booking, but I do know sometimes a little something about how the booking is going to go. So we'll see who's victorious this month when it comes to who you got. All right, Sam, at this point, sir, we'll turn it over to you and you're going to tell us about what you saw live in the stands from Monday Night Raw. And let you know that my knees hurt right now. (laughs) You had the Patrick Ewan ice pack when you went home? (laughs) Pretty much. I was... Man, like, well, I will say that, like, the seats there are better than the seats at uh, at American Airlines Center as far as, like, for bigger people. Okay, that's good. It's still not, still not ideal. Right. Yeah, they, they never um, be like, hey, we're going to design a new stadium. You know what we need to do? We need to make these seats accommodating for at least somebody that might weigh 330. Right. Yeah, no, that's not a thing. No. All righty. Monday Night Raw. Let's see. Triple H comes down to cut a boring 20-minute promo. Whoa, 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 before you start. What? You were there live. So, uh, Mo, is this going to infringe on your Mo Meltzer if he tells us about the main event portion? Oh, you can talk about that because nobody is, is nobody like NXT worthy. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was nothing. No, it wasn't. It was, it was nobody NXT uh, worthy. Well, I put it on Discord. I don't know. See, Don, Don, oh. doesn't look, Don doesn't look at Discord. Who was it? It was uh, Dana Brooke and Piper Niven was the first match. All right, all right. Uh, that was okay. That got the crowd a little hype. Okay. People are uh, into the, Piper. Huh? The people are into Piper Niven. Yeah. And a couple of weeks ago, somebody, oh, the Raw after WrestleMania, somebody had to give Dana Brooke a chance, huh? So she got <laughs> at least one stand out there. There you go. Uh, Dana Brooke was actually doing really good and like the crowd was behind her oh. and then uh, uh but piper came from behind and just squashed her and that was yeah. it and uh stick it huh? i was gonna say what was the next match uh mustafa ali versus somebody wasn't dog yeah kira tozawa there you go did he get drafted akira tozawa he's so raw i believe oh okay all right good Anything special about that Momo or just standard kind of It was just it was just a kind of I did um because I was I wasn't sitting it because like yeah you weren't gonna catch me sitting down for four hours. Um <laughs> so I was just kind of just sitting just standing and just like watching. Mm-hmm. And then like the two uh of your uh compatriots, two uh fellow uh um arena workers were came in like had their little, uh, their I guess I'm guessing they were transporting beer at some point, but they had their little travel boat thing, you know. Right. And so they they stopped where I was standing and they started watching, and then they were like, like yo, how how do they know what moves they're gonna do? And I and I was like, well, I would say something, but I want to keep the magic going a little bit. <laughs> right. I was like, because well, they talk to each other. And then like Akira Tozawa took a really bad bump, and they're like, well, how do you fake that? <laughs> But like these dudes were all into it. It was so funny. Yeah, because I mean, people, all everybody's watched wrestling at some point. Now, whether it kept your interest 
and you got into her or whether it, you know, you're just speeding and passing. Everybody's got some familiarity with it, but when you see it live, it still is like, how do they do it? Right. But, uh, you know, yeah, and then uh, before the show started, that's when I finally took my seat. I have to say that arena is not very good at, like, marking where sections are. Mm. So there was a lot of confusing confusing between a lot of people. And, uh, there were several times where the people around me had to get up because someone insisted that that was their seat. And then later on, it turned out they were wrong. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's the worst. There was a lot of shuffling. I mean, like, I mean, you, you live that arena life. You, you know what that's like. Yeah. Also, that arena deal didn't... with uh, people who come to the suites, so they right, know right. exactly where they they're, where they're supposed. To be. <laughs> they know where they're supposed to be. Right? Yeah, ninety percent of the time, at least. <laughs> but uh, that arena also doesn't have very many ushers. No, I, I didn't see a lot. Just kind of roaming or just being stationary. I had to, there were people that had to go track down people. They were like working security or like a a vendor or two or something. Mm-hmm. And that's because like there was really no usher type people around. Like that's 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 a different thing. But that arena is brand new though, so I cut them a little slack. It's just like they're not very good at numbering their sections off yet. Um, was it was it sold out? I believe it was sold out, but just uh, it took a while for people to get sold there. out. What's that? They were advertising. It was they were advertising it as sold out, but I think I don't know. At first, I was like. This whole area is like no, there's no one up here. But then eventually they came. I think I think at a lot of these shows, it, it takes a while for people to get there. Mm-hmm. Is Texas normally that area of Texas? Is that normally like a late arriving crowd type? Yeah, I mean, I've I've noticed it. I mean, it's not every show I've I've been to. People kind of arrive a little later. Right. It's kind of like when you watch Miami Heat games, even in the playoffs, that joint really don't be full until like the end of the first quarter because it's Miami. (laughs) (laughs) But there's also this arena is just like uh, their parking isn't really that great either. So I think that might have been a problem. Right. They didn't really have a garage. They just kind of had just a big stretch of of lot. So they got a lot of stuff to work out still, huh? Yeah, I mean they. I mean they had like money in the bank with here last year, so they they should have it figured out by now. But I guess not. Also, I did notice that like, uh, I didn't know that there was like a limit on how many signs you could bring in because there were the people that were walking in front of me when they went to go um, go through the thing. They were told like, yeah, they had to throw some of their signs away. Oh wow! How many did they have? I don't know. They had like maybe five. I think. Okay. Wow. All right. I was like, okay, cool. Read them first, and then been like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, they had they had to look at everybody to make sure that they probably give them a list of things. Like, okay, you can't say this, you can't say that. Yeah, of course, you know, I don't want no negativity and racist shit coming up on it. They'd be like, who is who is Chris Benoit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got that, but that that's it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, um, the area around, but yeah, like they're just. It took me a while of wandering around to actually find out where the elevator was to the upper level because they, they don't have anything marked in there. It's just like, it's kind of frustrating. And it took a while for me to even find my area. They're like, you sit here and it's just like, I don't want to see. Yeah, there's just, they're just, just, it's just kind of, they really need to work on their marking, uh, marking the uh, the sections and stuff. You have to send a, uh, 
a, a very sternly a, a strongly strongly worded email yeah there you go and there was also no there was no raw markings anywhere like there was nowhere you can sit and take a selfie of like the raw sign behind you or something um at other venues i've been to they have wrestling that's been a thing because mm-hmm. I because I wanted to take a picture of the venue like on the outside there's like a the marquee or something you know right right you don't have anything like that mm. but uh, no it was my first time being in there and yeah I think it's like I think they originally opened right when the pandemic started and they closed immediately oh right yeah so yeah they really just kind of still working some kinks out yeah sure. it's a nice looking little place it's tiny though mm-hmm. it's not that big. Does no, yeah, place uh, that like AEW will probably be running, right? No, not even that. <laughs> I know where AEW runs. They look, they run in a place called Garland, and like they have their. It's not even a. It's not even a college arena. It's like a small amphitheater mm, okay. that they run. <laughs> like no, AEW would not sell that. Oh, they might sell it out if the tickets were cheap enough or something. But no. But that's about it. Also, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta yell at some. I have to yell at some. I have to tell someone about my McDonald's experience. There's a McDonald's at the corner of the arena, mm-hmm. and I went in there and I got, I got the the Mc, the the Mc crispy deluxe sandwich with bacon and ranch and stuff. Bro, they, okay, they gave me the Mc, the Mc crispy um um the meat, the chicken part, right? That was all fine, but they dressed it like a McChicken. <laughs> it was just left mayonnaise on a, like not, not even the right bun. It's supposed to be a potato bun. Uh, I was like, bro, you didn't get you got you got a third of what you paid for. Basically, I was just like, I was so annoyed, but I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna do. It. I'm just gonna walk, <laughs> you know, walk to the venue. <laughs> not even gonna trip. Yeah, it's just like I I really don't want to deal with it because <laughs> it will take another hour for them to fix it. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, it's it's right there at the corner where like, where, it's in like a busy area. It's at it's at the corner. It's like an intersection of like, of like the hospital district, mm. and like the museum district. It's right there, mm. and, the, and the the arena is like right behind the the museum. So yeah, very high traffic. Yeah, that's a high traffic area. And I think at some point they get super busy, especially around rush hour. Right. So I cut them a little slack there, but come on, get it together. Yeah, I'd like to see what their numbers look like. I bet that's what one of the, I bet you, uh, the whoever's the big CEO of McDonald's is like, that's one of our best honors. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because <laughs> it's right there. It's just right in the high traffic area at the corner. But anyway, let's get let's get to the show. <clears throat> so uh, Monday Day Raw. Triple H comes down, they put a boring 20 minute promo. A pretzel guy. <laughs> at, a, at, a, at an arena, yeah. more like a pretzel because I don't want to make a mess. Okay. What about you, Mo? <clears throat> yeah, Mo, you have a popcorn or a pretzel tomorrow? Popcorn. Okay. All right. Oh. You're going to be that dude that, that, that don't have to clean up after, huh? 
Oh, I... <laughs> uh, the only... Yeah, my cleaning up does not have to do with anything. <laughs> a few bottles, some plates. He's, he's all okay. He, 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 he cleans up like caviar and stuff like that. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, wine bottles, right. beer bottles, plates. Yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. the shit I clean up. Mm, well, popcorn, yeah, we leave that to the other paid people who get paid to do that. <laughs> I had a homeboy that used to clean up um, after Mets games at, at City Field. And he said that was a nightmare. Oh, I could like <laughs> It's so okay, like, uh, it's like <laughs> he was like the only white dude working um, doing that. Mm-hmm. And so like, and one day he's cleaning up and like his manager called him. He's like, yo, um, basically he said, you're too good to be doing that. And he gave him a better job. Oh, okay. And he thought he was really, he really thought he was like, he earned it. And, and he, he said, yeah, I thought about it. I was like, wait, I'm the only white dude there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's what happened. If that ain't privilege. Right, <laughs> he, was, he was so proud of himself too. He's like he put his broom down and just. <laughs> but anyway, um, now so yeah, triple. Right? But soon I'll be doing fries. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Triple H comes down to cut a boring twenty-minute promo. He sets ground rules for the draft. Trades can occur. Uh, since Roman was drafted to SmackDown, there will be a crowning of a new World Heavyweight Champion on Monday Night Raw. Brock Lesnar is not draftable and can appear on any brand at any time, so NXT superstars can be drafted. The first draft on the Raw side is, oh, we've already been through this, Rhea Ripley, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. All right, so Paul Heyman comes down to the ring. He has some business items for the WWE Universe to revel in his wisdom. Uh, Roman, Solo, and Paul have all been drafted to SmackDown, and tonight will determine the fate of the Usos, who did not win back their tag team titles on SmackDown. He will address them privately about that later. Uh, he brings attention to the new title on the podium and teases Roman winning that title. He starts running down the roster, making light references to Seth Rollins. Uh, I don't even think they were light. I think they were blatant references to Seth Rollins. <laughs> Uh, that's when the music hits and Seth comes down. Did you? Uh, he says, "Did you chant?" No, I don't. I don't do any of that stuff. Come on, I leave that for the young folks. <laughs> I could just uh, on your feet at the top. Of- <laughs> I was standing up on my. I'll probably stand on my feet for because like I was trying to stretch my legs a bit, but <laughs> so you can see that outfit, see the drip. Right there, you go. I <laughs> uh, see. You know, he says Paul should be elated. Roman is gone from Raw, and he doesn't have to run from Seth anymore. He gives Paulie a spoiler: at Night of Champions, he will win the new title. Paul excuses himself and makes a phone call. Seth tells him uh, it's going to be really hard to have a conversation with an arena full of people singing his theme. Of course, everybody starts singing. Uh, Paul tells Seth that he's pissing off the tribal chief. <laughs> Uh, he threatens to put Paul down. Uh, Solo Sokoa comes to the ring and goes to get in Seth's face. Paul holds him back and announces that he and the Tribal Chief are pulling strings to get a match between Seth and Solo to happen tonight. And Seth accepts. All right. Was that so damage set up to the main event. Was was the promo boring? <laughs> no, that promo was okay. I was entertained. Right. What about you guys? Oh yeah, it was good. Anytime, so, well, I mean. We've been having some chatter uh, in the Discord about who should get the belt, the new belt. 
And Seth Rollins is Aaron Wars Darwin's choice. Just by how high he is and the claim that, you know, Roman hasn't beaten him, even though he's run through just about everybody on the roster for real, for real. I, I was teasing Queen Mel Mindy telling her Roman Roman was gonna get it somehow. <laughs> man, you talking she, about man. She did not like that. She did not like that at all. Roman out here looking like Mike Tyson circa nineteen ninety two. Oh, did you see the edits already that somebody did? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, there's a picture of him with all those belts. Oh and, shit. Um so let's see here. All right. Damage control versus Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. Uh, match happens. Liv hits Oblivion on Dakota and tries to pin her, but Bailey was a legal participant. She hits a sunset bomb on Liv and gets the victory. So I got to I got to I got to mention the, like the guy sitting to my left. He was a bit of a let's see, uh, of a typical wrestling fan from the uh, the eighties. If you know what I mean, is one of them. Okay, the things are better in my day. No, no, just no. Uh, he was kind of a. He, he, you could tell he lived in a rural area. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I, I give him a name. I, I named him Jethro. Okay. <laughs> he was big time. He was really into it. He was just like, every time like a heel would like make a movie, he's like, bam, got him. Bam. <laughs> he was really into. He was really into the show. Good. It was actually, I was, he was actually cracking me up because he was, he was, yeah, he was live. He, he was really going. Um, well, that's good, man, because you know we always criticize the Monday Night Raw crowd how they buy these expensive ass tickets to sit there on the camera and then all you do is sit down while the people right. are actually wrestling and then you stand up and cheer when they come out and stand up and cheer when the match is over. Like, but what about the part in the middle where y'all right. do nothing? Yeah. <laughs> but he, yeah, he was like, yeah. Whenever something like, whenever there was some like trickery with like the the ref or whatever, he was like, violation, violation. <laughs> nice. And he was even wearing a hat, a, a, a cowboy hat too. Like he, like he was straight up typical. And uh, see, uh, so backstage, Adam Pierce runs into Brock. He asks Brock to keep the peace. Brock says, "Good luck with that." <laughs> Uh, Booker T and Charmel come down to announce the second round of the draft. Okay, so I I think I told you. Yeah, I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Booker gets on the mic and says, "What up, D Town? What? This it's is not where uh, you are, sir. This is where we at officially in Fort Worth, Texas. It's at least twenty minutes away. Right, and there's kind of like this. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a rivalry thing, right? To look. Look, I'll put it to you like Dallas this. If I happen to die in Dallas, drag my body to the city limits sign, okay? Of Fort Worth? Yeah. Okay, jeez. <laughs> like, I have better things to do than to die in Dallas. <laughs> okay. Didn't know it was so serious, but now I do. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, no, it's, I think in most of it is just because people always just lump us in with Dallas. I think people, we don't like that. Yeah, well, it's because, you know, for years, the Dallas Cowboys was in, in Texas Stadium, was in Irving, which is in... It was in Irving, right? Texas, which is in... No, that's... That's not the same. That's, that's not even... Too. That's different. Yeah, people have a thing about that, too, because Irving is like a... God, I, I want to say it's in Dallas County, I think. Let me see. Irving, Texas County. I don't think that's Tarrant County. That's in Dallas County. So, yeah. 
Well, you know, yeah, people had a thing up, up their butt about that too. So sounds like y'all um, territorial down there in Texas. It, it, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, just like we don't people from see, like we fight amongst each other, but when it comes to like people from like Houston or something, then yeah, we we all 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 three cities don't agree with Houston. <laughs> So like is San Antonio considered Switzerland? They just neutral because they so yeah they they're kind of neutral except uh, oh I was watching the Waco documentary the new or it's not even a documentary it's a, it's a it's a show right on Netflix it was on Netflix it's on some it's on one of those things okay and they were like um they show like a a flyover image of like um you sit on their San Antonio city courthouse it was the Fort Worth courthouse. <laughs> If you don't know, you don't right. know. Right. I know I, I get that, but it's just kind of like, I mean, what? Does it because it is a nice looking courthouse? Like it is it just aesthetically better than better looking than the San Antonio courthouse? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. But it is a very, very it's it's very dis, it's distinct. It's different. Right. All right. So uh, yeah, so that kind of annoyed me. Uh I wanted to zing, first raw picks, the Usos, SmackDown, Raw, Judgment Day, SmackDown, LWO. Uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman versus the Alpha Academy. Uh Braun body slams Otis. Ricochet does a swanton off Braun's shoulders. Maxine Dupree is beside herself. Uh the Peoples was into that Braun Strowman Otis oh, yeah. uh matchup there. Yeah. Um, as far as the crowd, the crowd was into, they were into the, the yeah, like, uh, I was kind of worried that they were going to be like this all night. And the damage control, the women's match, they were, were kind of just kind of out. A little cricketish. A little bit, but once it started ramping up, the crowd got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so HBK and Pierce come down to announce the third round of the draft. Uh, Brock comes down as well. Uh, Adam and his cronies run down to stop him. I recognize a few of those guys. They're they're local, um, the local talent. Uh, Brock says it will take way more men than that. Pierce obliges and sends out way more men than that. A stare down begins. Cody's music hits. Cody appears from behind and drops Brock with a punch. The security goons rush in and tackle Cody as Brock slithers away and cackles. Okay, so like, so they went to commercial after this. So dream break. Uh, Cody, Cody. Okay, Adam Pierce is on the stage. Cody is like on the ramp. Cody just looks at Adam Pierce and Adam Pierce runs and he chases him backstage. <laughs> so that's why you didn't see Adam Pierce like at the table like when they came back from commercial. Mm-hmm. No, he's like Adam Pierce playing the role of Adam yeah. Pierce. <laughs> yeah, because Cody chased him to the back. Okay, cool. HBK uh, does the entire third round by himself. He announces Raw picks the women's tag team champions. SmackDown selects Oscar. New Day Raw does New Day. SmackDown selects the Braun Brutes. Moe, are you with us there, buddy? He's watching the game. He's oh, okay. <laughs> He's on another planet. All right. Uh, KO and Sammy are backstage. Riddle approaches them and is elated. This is the best week ever. They all got selected by Raw, so they can hang out together all the time. <laughs> His music plays, and then he leaves. And Kevin tells Sammy that Riddle now wants to hang out all the time. Then he asks if it's too late to get drafted to SmackDown. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Jimmy Uso. Uh, kangaroos fly out of Riddle's uh, posterior. Mm-hmm. Uh, KO and Sammy do a little Eric Guerrero on the ref, convincing him that Jay smacked KO with a chair. 
And the ref tosses Jay. The match continues. Jimmy, with the ref distracted, removes the pad from one of the turnbuckles. KO slams Jimmy's face into the exposed corner. Riddle does his cliffy dive and pins Jimmy Uso. Oh, oh, Jethro was upset about that. <laughs> yeah, what's up with all these uh, baby faces cheating, doing all this? Yeah, he was like, violation, violation. <laughs> he was mad. Uh, backstage, Jay Uso asked Solo and Paul Lee why Solo wasn't at ringside tonight. Paul says that he and the tribal chief want to keep Solo concentrated on his main event match tonight. <laughs> Eric Bischoff and Rob Van Dam are here to announce the next round of the WWE draft. Uh, Raw picks you know, for Stratus, SmackDown carrying Cross, Rousey and Shayna, LA Knight, uh, Miss TV. Mrs. Guest is Shinsuke Nakamura. He welcomes Nakamura to Monday Night Raw. He throws the conversation back to himself, calling himself to be working champion, while Nakamura is not. Nakamura will make a great number two. The two could form a partnership. <laughs> and Nakamura gets the Miz and the crowd to chant tiny balls in Japanese. And then Nakamura lays out Miz. Uh, let's see. Omos versus Anthony Alanis. Squash match, of course. Nothing to see here. So the guy in the match is Adrian Alanis from Evolve and CZW. Let's see. Road Dog and Molly Holly do the next round. Ricochet and Braun on the Raw picks. Uh, Shotzi is a Smack- oh, Shotzi is a SmackDown pick. Raw. Bronson Reed is a Raw. Pretty deadly SmackDown pick. Uh, Judgment Day comes down. Damian Priest addresses Bad Bunny. He says, "Okay, so this is this is my translation." Okay. Mm. You, you with me, Don? Okay. With you. All right. So he says, "Just because you hit me with a stick, you think you could challenge me to a Puerto Rican street fight? I know you're a megastar in music, but this is my world. When you were a kid, you had a few fight. You must. You might have had a few fights in the street. Now you think you could take me on? You are sadly mistaken. No one is going to help you. You convinced the fans that you can win." In Puerto Rico, I'm going to hurt you in front of your fans and your family in your house. At Backlash, you are going to receive your punishment. So here's the here's the best part. Dom takes the mic and you know, he gets booted to oblivion. Were you ruined? I know you were. No, I I don't participate in these things. I don't know why. But no, it's, I mean it's a it's an eighty percent Mexican crowd. What do you what do you think was going to happen? They were right, gonna, right? they were going to be boo a lot of the you know. Well, they, they booed the shit out of Dom. Yeah, they oh, did. Dom got nuclear heat. Hey, Latino heat. He's like, let him finish. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> that person, they was still got, they got louder. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying to say that this was like, people like, well, the only one shit stain was saying this was um piped in, and they had a video. For no, that, that, that wasn't piped in. Yeah, exactly. And somebody, they did another, um, somebody, they like, I think it was a house show, and him and Priest was talking, and they was booing just as loud there too. So, I mean, maybe for like like smaller crowds, maybe they might do that there. But this, this was this was real. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so the OWO comes out. Ray tells Dom that no one is hiding. That's oh yeah, because like you know Dom. He, so Dom said that like you know now uh, now Ray. And the LWO can go run and hide on, you know, whatever. So the LWO comes out, Ray tells Don that no one's hiding. That's not how drafts work. <laughs> if their paths do cross again, he'll bust out the chunk on him. What What is that? Uh, What's the... It's, uh, okay, so it, in in Hispanic uh, households, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, the flip-flop. 
Oh, okay. It's a flip flop, and Hispanic mothers are known to. <laughs> so you know how, like, you know, fathers get the belt, mom get, mom gets the chunk line, mom gets the flip flop. Okay, all right, thank you. See, culture. Let's uh, see. Uh, only he only has you some... could have provided that information for me. Cool. He has some words for priests and tells Rhea that he can't wait to watch Zelina take her title at Backlash. Let's see here. Talking. Ah, see, I, I should have said I should have said something on the uh, on the uh, the dark match. So, something regarding uh, old Zelina Vega, but <laughs> can't see that here. Let's see. Just know that it was very positive. Let's see here. Where am I at? It'll be over the Judgment Day. Match, match, match. Selena hits Rio with the Meteora. At one point, they all post together, which is a very Japanese thing to do. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I remember BWO used to do that. I remember them, the Blue World Order? I don't know if you ever saw them. Oh, yeah, Blue Mini in the, in the... Yeah, they did that all the time. They would always, they would stop in the middle of their match and, like, clear the ring and just do a weird pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priest hits the south of heaven on Ray, and that's all she wrote. Uh, Kathy Kelly no longer looking at, like a member of the Manson family. Interviews Cody. She asks if Brock is in his head. He says yes. Ever since the, the Raw after media, Brock snookered himself a sweet deal with this free agent thing, uh, except on Saturday night. And Cody has to win at Backlash because the idea of finishing the story ceases to exist if he has to move to the back of the line. And he refuses to move to the back of the line. Uh, Byron interviews Bianca. He asks how she feels about getting drafted to SmackDown. She can't wait to rip the blue brand. Blue, blue brand. She plans to send Io to SmackDown empty-handed. Damage control interrupts. Bailey says that Io is going to really make her blue when she takes her title from her. Uh, Bianca says she's always been impressed with Io until she hooked up with damage control. Io shouts at Bianca in Japanese. And, and I can't translate that. I'm sorry. Let's see, JBL and Teddy Long come down and do the next round of drafts. And uh, oh, here's another faux pas that they did, Donald. Okay. So uh, JBL comes out and does throws the UT horns. That, we don't do that here. <laughs> this is TCU country, sir. Um, see, I would, under, I would understand if he actually went to UT, but he went to Evelyn Christian. Well, does right, so, everybody... Uh, pretend like they went to UT, even if it <laughs> right. Probably, probably. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alpha Academy is a raw pick. Blue's a SmackDown pick. Kentucky and Kate in the raw. Big SmackDown is headed. SmackDown is headed to the moon because Kevin Grimes is their pick. To the moon. Okay, so Solo Sokoa versus Seth Rollins. The match. You know what? It, I have to give them credit now because like it, the match continues to go even during commercials. Because mm-hmm. in the past when I watched Raw, they kind of did like a weird, like, uh, like just a slowdown, like a weird pop. You, like, you can tell watching it at what point they they, they go to commercial because yeah, there's like a weird, there was like a weird lull. Yeah. There's like a, I mean, it still kind of continues, but it just kind of slows down. Mm-hmm. But no, now they just keep going. All right, so match is heavy hitting as expected. Toward the end of the match, the Usos come down and cause a DQ 
finish by attacking Rollins. Can you want to send me a riddle rundown from Brawl? We fade to black, and then is your Monday Night Raw. All right, so after the after the I see I didn't know when the show ended mm. because like um, they just kept on fighting for a while, and then I realized it was it was done when like they all started taking just random pot shots on Jay. <laughs> that they all did their finishers on on him, and then uh, Seth Rollins grabbed the mic, uh, thanked everybody for coming. You know, said that he, that he really likes the um, he really likes um, his theme, but he likes it better when the crowd sings it. Everybody started singing. He, you know, he uh, uh, thanked Sammy and and uh, Matt Riddle for you know for helping him out. You know, and he's like, and then there's this guy Kevin Owens. Like, we're not really friends. I don't. As a matter of fact, I don't. Even, I'm not even sure he likes me or not. And then uh, he just goes up over and like hugs him. And he's like, he does. He does like me. He does. <laughs> And that was pretty much it. That was the end of it. And, and they just uh, they sang him off to the the the, the, the Silver Rollins theme. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was pretty cool. All right. So you had an overall good experience. Yeah, it was. Right. I mean, it was it was a pretty standard RAW, but it, like I got to see some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Well, glad that you uh, enjoyed it. Glad that you uh, could make it out to a live event and give us this firsthand commentary with Cutler oh sign guy was there which kind of annoyed me I don't really like that dude you know who sign guy is right mm-hmm. from ECW days no no not him no sign guy I forget his name is Rick something um he's from Dallas he always wears a work shirt and like a backwards red hat and he he carries signs mm. he's just like really really obnoxious because he always sits front row at all the events um, you, you'll see him like in, in he he became buddy buddies with all the wrestlers got that long money huh <laughs> well he was on deal or no deal he won a lot of money on there yeah well that'll do it and then uh, but he, he but he, he shows up to indie shows like i've seen him at like the little the gym like the, the, the little bitty little hot sweaty gym i've seen him there i'm like dude go away he's supporting indie wrestling I'm like, get, get, get out of here. Go do something. Go do something with your life. Yeah, he doesn't work. He, he's living off that deal or no deal money. Hey, right. <laughs> That's what I'll be doing, too. Thank you, yeah. Mandel. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Again, I can't say much, but. Well. Uh, but no, that, that was it. That was Monday Night Raw, and uh, thank you for everybody who used the hashtag RawCast each and every Monday night to share their commentary with color with us uh, on uh, the Twitter and inside the Twitter spaces as well. I will have to say, though, like it's, diff- it's different watching it there than on TV because like, I can fast forward TV. <laughs> I can fast forward like the, the DVR. Like, you, I didn't can't... Like the, um, you didn't like the DX crotch chop cam? Oh, did they show that on TV? No, but I, I know that that's what they did. Oh, they, been, they did that. They did Sign of the Night. They did the John Cena, You Can't See Me. Uh, they did one other one. But see, that's another thing. They didn't used to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now they, they now they try to keep the uh, the, the crowd engaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like in the past, like the only one who ever really engaged with the crowd was like Fink. Like he would throw out like random trivia and stuff like that. To like the you know whoever, but then the, the after after he just after he left like they just kind of like the show just went into a lull during commercial, mm-hmm. or they would show like an ad or something like a Snickers ad or something. 
now they now they try to keep the crowd up i guess all right mo if you're ready to step in it's time for the mo Meltzer news segment mo you with me mo i think i think he's talking to you mo we're tapping oh. on the tapping on the, the room door. <laughs> All right. Um let me run through this real quick. So big news out of the wrestling world. Uh Trinity Five Two, aka formerly known as Naomi in WWE. She's signed with Impact. If you was on social media, you saw it was being posted everywhere. <laughs> they posted on their socials and there. YouTube and their, um, oh, damn, Golden State tied it up. Okay, all right. Can't count them boys out. Um, they just posted everywhere. Um, Mercedes Monet um, was backstage to give us support. They took some pictures as well, too. So um, we'll see how this how this is going to go. I mean, you know, imagine if they was talking about no, Trinity versus Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Trinity versus Jordan Grace, which I would definitely tune in to see. Yes. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sam doesn't. Oh. Sam would be tuning in for other reasons besides competition. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's another person in the ring. Holy crap. <laughs> um, also, um, CM Punk was doing the. Um, where they were saying the um, Apology World Tour. <laughs> he was backstage at Impact. It was well received. Um, wrestlers that they were just talking to him, just um, some was just saying how he inspired them to wrestle, and you know, it was just a real positive meeting. What is his? What is he trying to accomplish by visiting every promotion in the United States? No clue. <laughs> no He's just. Popping up, just popping up backstage. Maybe he's recruiting people for that show. <laughs> There's a possibility. Um, come, on, come on, East Austin, you ain't doing nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Guta um, got married over the weekend. He married um, former um, NXT UK talent Jenny. Congratulations hmm. to those two kids. Um, I always count on LeBron to miss a free throw in the right. game. But it's good, though. I got the under, so they don't need to go to overtime this game, and it needs to finish about 118 to 112. But not uh, too many points. It needs to finish about where it is right now. <laughs> Carmella, Carmella, and, Carmella and Corey Graves are um, expecting. Um, so congratulations to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's um, the reason why we were like, oh, her. what happened to Carmella and Chelsea? Right. No, Carmella's like, good. I'm with child. Yeah. Corey Gray's out here shooting up the club. You already got kids from his previous marriage, yeah, so. That's true. Yeah. Um, Scott Hall's son, Cody Hall, um, he broke his neck. Oh. And Japan may not be returning to wrestling. Oh, you think? I was, he he just dropped off the face of the earth, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, he got hurt. No, before this. No, no, when he got hurt, yeah, but then this is like no one hurt. No one hurt him. So he got no hurt one talked again. about him after that. So he got hurt twice. 
Y'all need to take this down to the last second and miss. Damn it, fool, you shot too fast. Fuck, there's the foul. Damn it. Jump ball, 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 jump ball. A lot of time out. What do they call? This is a live recording of Don losing money. Right. This is a live recording of Don trying to get this push so he wins his parlay. What are you talking about? I don't need any more points. It needs to stay um, right where it is. Anyway, so um, there's something said that Dawn probably didn't expect. Um, Alicia Fox confirms her WWE departure. That was classic. Who was a uh, Alicia Fox fan? Oh, Dawn wasn't Alicia Fox fan. No, not, not an Alicia Fox super stand. No, that's classic. Okay. No, that, that was I'm classic. Cameron. Cam, I'm the Cameron. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's Cameron. He likes the he likes Cameron and Cameron Grimes, but in different ways. <laughs> he is a fan of people named Cameron. <laughs> um, and I'll end with this one. Um, Lavia Bates, who was known as Blue Pants in the NXT on the, and on the Indies, um, she announces her AEW departure. Oh, so she was she was a librarian, wasn't she? Yeah. Her and Peter Avalon. Yeah, and Lisa Bates. Yeah, so but the, she the gimmick, the gimmick she stole from Paige Turner. Mm-mm-mm. Gimmick infringement. That ain't right. Well, she said she uh, she said she was okay with it, but I'm like, no, if that was me, I'd be like, yo, I'd, I'd be pissed. At least yeah. give me a, you know, 5% yeah. right? something. Founder's fee for the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all this time cultivating this gimmick and you just take it. Right. Damn it, they're about to foul him. Shit. <laughs> it Come on, shoot it, run around, run around, run around, run around, run around. Damn it. That's about it for me. That's it. Yeah, what? I mean, so this moment's a new segment in the he, history. He has to go. He has to go watch. He has to go watch basketball. No, basketball. no, it wasn't really. I mean, the main thing they were talking about was the draft and Trinity <clears throat> and CM Punk. That was that was just it. What? Nothing really. That was going on. Most of we were like basketball. This is my favorite sport. Um. So you know what that means, right? Oh, I don't know. If oh, hell is about to break loose in the next couple of days. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, you wake up and the next thing you know, you start seeing people tweet their goodbyes. It's like right before the pay per view. Come on, man. <laughs> Did y'all see the uh, Roy Wood Jr. White House Correspondence Dinner? I saw some clips of it. Oh, that's good. He did real good. Yeah, like uh, he does this one thing about uh, drag queens in school. He's like, man, y'all need to stop spreading them lies. Drag queens ain't out here trying to groom y'all kids. They ain't in schools trying to groom y'all kids. And he's like, anyway, half them kids gonna get shut up at school anyway. And then everybody starts groaning. He's like, don't groan. Pass legislation. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. Think y'all up here groaning gonna affect me? He's like, I'm like Mitch McConnell. I ain't got no soul. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's pretty good. Because yeah, um, Joe Joe was talking about some dark branding. I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, so it's on YouTube, man. So you can check it out. It's pretty good. Robert Jr. Definitely uh, one of those like you know, a lot of people 
outside of our community probably didn't know who he was until this past weekend, but they do now. Yeah. 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 So, all right, man. Like I said, this Saturday night, it's Backlash, Bad Bunny down in Puerto Rico. It's going to be off the chain uh, down there. The crowd's going to be crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to how they set the arena up. Um, since this is going to be something special for them uh, going down there the first time in I don't know how long especially for like a pay-per-view special event like this so um, it should be a, a rather raucous environment and uh, you know, some of these matches I'm actually looking forward to I'm really interested to see how they're going to do this Brock Cody match is it going to just be Brock steamrolling his ass or is Brock going to actually have to put in some work and uh, maybe stay in Puerto Rico for like you know an hour and not his normal for an hour yeah not his normal you know 20 minutes he usually does when he does right. things so um but uh that's one of the matches I'm intrigued by for sure Seth and Amos is the other one like what in the hell is Seth Rollins supposed to get out of Amos wow. um, but we'll find out um I guess it's time for shout outs and thank you so Sam you're up uh Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to Don and, and Mo and them. Shout out to Greg. No one's, I mean, Parenthood will do that to you. No one's heard from him since I don't know how long. That's uh, over the time of the day. Yeah, so, really? he, sprinkles, he sprinkles on the timeline every once in a while. Yeah. Damn, Anthony Davis at 30 and 23. Yeah, dude. That's they cool. can't hold him. <laughs> they ain't got nobody for him. Shout out to Dini Jonay out there. Shout out to Queen Mel Mindy. Oh, yeah. Um, was the first Simi. Simi yep. out there in the in them flippy streets. <laughs> it's, the, it's the second dog. So, you know, the, um, no, actually the third. So, your late fees already kicked in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, whoever else out there in Washtar. Um, uh, Madame Lizette. Out there, and I think that's it. All right, Mr. Mo to the underscore. Shout out, thank you, sir. Shout out to you, Dawn and Sam. Shout out to um, Jay to the Max. Shout um, Simi, who I first the first time I saw like a full picture of her in the in the years that I've been I've been tweeting with her and everything. Um, Birthday picture. I believe it was. I mean, she was. She posted some pictures on the um on the timeline. I was like, it's the first time I see a full. I've seen like a full up close picture of you. I just saw how heavy. I never really like just clicked on it. Um, that reminds me of like when during the pandemic and like I got a new coworker when I was working at Target. You know, like <laughs> it wasn't until the pen, until everything calmed down that I finally saw his face because he was wearing a mask the entire time. Right. I was like, dang. Um. Shout out to Anwar, Jerry's boy. Shout out to Black Marvel, Black Holland, Palette Ren. Shout out to um, Julep, Miss V, um, Queen Mount Mindy, Madame Lizette. Um, Ashley, I don't even know who Ashley listens. Um, shout out to everybody who's down with us, who'll be in the hashtags, in the spaces, discords, everything else. Um, see y'all around. Yep, shout out and thank yous to everybody that 
Mo and uh, Sam just uh, shouted out. I'll just retweet everybody that they just shouted out. Thank you to everybody who is over on the Patreon page, who is a patron over on patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, who does pay the five to listen to the extra content. We definitely appreciate y'all. And if you don't pay the five and listen to the extra content, you can pay the five and listen to extra content. You can hear us break down AEW, me and Miss Simi each and every week. You can also hear the pre-show conversations between myself, Mo, and Sam that we have each and every week here as well. So become a patron. Check out that extra content. I'm going to do something I hadn't done in a while. Go over to Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Mother's Day is coming up. Y'all need something for y'all's mom. Support your favorite podcast. Go to cspn.us. Click on the tab that says uh, keep our podcast free. Click on one of our sponsors, the Amazon one especially. Do some shopping. Some of your purchase comes back to help keep the podcast free each and every week. So on that note, use the hashtag BacklashCast this Saturday to share your commentary color with us on Backlash. And we will see y'all in the live tweets and in the Twitter spaces. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, and our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Right now, I am joined by the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Bianca, what was your initial reaction to finding out that you were drafted to Friday Night SmackDown? Byron, my first thought was that it doesn't matter what brand I'm on. You know, as long as I'm able to represent the WWE Universe to the best of my ability, and that means retaining the Raw Women's Championship this Saturday at Backlash. Because even though I rep Blue now, I have nothing but love for Monday Night Raw. So you best believe I'm going to send EO Scott to SmackDown empty handed. for you now. Uh, why are you here interviewing Bianca when you should be interviewing the top three draft picks in the WWE? I mean, Dakota and I, I don't know if you saw that earlier tonight, we are the future women's tag team champions. And EO Sky right here is going to give you a real reason to be blue when she beats you for that Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> you get it? You blue like sad? <laughs> you know what actually makes me sad, Bailey? been extremely impressed with EO Scott. Matter of fact, when she showed up to SummerSlam last year, I just knew that she was going to be the unique, talented, competitive athlete that this women's division needed. I mean, I was excited to see what she was going to do next. But what did she go and do? She went and got herself influenced by two females that have done nothing but hold her back. <laughs> yeah, I said what I said. This Saturday, it gives EO, you know, a little taste of what it feels like to finally step out on her own and finally shine. You know, after I beat her at that touch. <laughs> 